This podcast is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy and the biggest fantasy football tournament of all time, Best Ball Mania 4. Don't know what Best Ball is? It's simple. You just enter Best Ball Mania on Underdog's slick mobile app, draft your team, and that's it. Yep, it's set it and forget it as Underdog optimizes your lineup weekly to create the highest scoring one. It's here. It's Best Ball Mania 4, and it's your shot at a first-place prize of $3 million. Get signed up on underdogfantasy.com or via the App Store with promo code FTS, and we'll get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code FTS. All right, what's up, guys? We are back with another episode of From the Stands podcast. I believe this is episode 18? 19. 19. Man, I'm always one behind. Yeah. Can't count. Need to go back to elementary school. Maybe I'll learn some better ball knowledge, too, while I'm there. <laughs> um, interesting. Negative. It was a pretty bad week for all of us last week in the Pick'em. It was not great. We all had... Dose. Dose. All got deuces. Kind of a bad week. I thought my week was going to go better than that, but... I got praise the freaking Golden Knights for that overtime goal. Like so a minute into the a minute into overtime. I was very upset when I watched the Stars score with like three minutes left to go. And then it went to overtime, and I was like, man, this is how I'm going to end up losing. And thankfully, thankfully, they pulled it out in overtime. I also got lucky with the walk-off hit from the Mets on Sunday. So there's another point I stole from the boys here. So my two islands, or my one island worked out well this week, and then I think Joe was on the, the Golden, Golden Knights train. Knights train. Yeah. So he got that point with me. I know my puck. Lance got the point for golf and somehow still ended up twos two. with the rest of us. So unfortunate, unfortunately for last season's biggest loser and this season's caboose, my man is still is in still in last, and he did not pick up any I think points on Joe last week. I think I was pretty close on the golf pick, though. No, you were not. You were. I not. mean, oh well. I mean, Cantley was. I think okay. Cantley did better than Shoffley. I think my pick actually mm-hmm. for once was the worst pick of the weekend. Yeah. I think yeah. Cantley finished like top twenty. Of course, I didn't take my guy Scotty one time. Let him fall to you, and you take him, and he finishes tied second. Like, come on! I almost took Kepka too. Did you? Yeah. Like, and actually? Like, or are you just saying that? No, actually, and, but I thought that he won, or he came close to winning that uh, the one in Augusta. Yeah, he yeah. tied for second. So I was like, he's, there's no way he's doing that again. So I'm not going to take that motherfucker. Well, that's he why. Didn't. <laughs> he didn't tie for second again. He ended up winning. I thought he won, That's, that's why I didn't take Rom, and Rom missed. I no, think he missed the cut. No, I think he barely made the cut, but he finished like five or six over on the weekend. He had a horrible weekend. Shoffley did not play good golf at all. Mm-mm. The last day was his best day. He shot a 67 to bring his overall score down to two over, which wasn't bad on the weekend. Not for that course. A lot of people struggled on that course this weekend, but not great. I thought it was pretty cool. Joel, Joel Damon's caddy got to go out and play Oak Hill on Monday, I believe, and he shot a 15 over <laughs> as a caddy. And he's like, dude, I don't know how these people go out here and shoot under. He's like, even on my best day, I might have broken 80s. So... Pretty cool to see. But anyways, we'll get right into this week's pickums. The sports are getting low. <laughs> it's a, it's going to be a bad week. Yeah, it's getting a little abysmal as far as games to pick. Um, so I am in first place still with 14 points. Joe is three points behind with 11. And Lance is a full week of picks down at, num- at nine points. So hopefully Lance can pick up a little bit of ground, make it a a good race with Joe. Just waiting for my big break. Wait, I thought I was two down last time. How am I three down now? No, it was 12. No, you, were, you were three down last week. I thought it was 12, 10, 8. It was 12, it was 12 9, 9, and 7. Fuck. So, yeah, you're still down a little bit, my guy. First game this week is going to be the Golden Knights at the Dallas Stars. It's going to be game four. So, game three, I believe, is being played as we speak. Um, Presently? I believe, as we all pull out our cellular devices to check this out, I do believe that they're playing at the moment. Yes, and the Knights are up three to zip in the second period. Wow. So it's looking like the Knights are going to go up 3-0. Up 3-0. Second game in Dallas. 
I don't I don't think the stars get swept. I don't. So I'm gonna rock with the home team. Don't think Dallas goes I don't think Dallas gets swept. They played really good hockey in game two, came up a little short. They're now up four to zero. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that the stars avoid the sweep and take game four at home to then ultimately lose in game five regardless. My turn? Yes. It's my turn. All right. Vegas is getting the brooms out. They're sweeping them some bitches just like the sorry ass Lakers. Give me the Golden Knights and foe. Okay. So the last two times we've taken the Golden Knights. Last week they won. I didn't take them. The week before that, I think they won, and I did take them. I'm I'm trying something new. This is going to be. Oh, yeah? Give me the road team. I'm taking the Golden Knights to sweep as well. Okay. I like it. Not as good as the original, but it's a good sequel. It's not bad. It's a good sequel. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the sequel's never as good as the first movie. Uh, That's not true in all cases. Most cases. Maybe one instance. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. So I'll go ahead and hop into game two. Or maybe not game two, the second pick of the week. We have got the Charles Schwab Invitational. Y'all didn't tell me we were doing golf. Yeah, we did. (laughs) You weren't listening. Man. I can't help it you didn't pay attention in the brainstorming session, Joe. Man, fuck you. Man, fuck you. All right. My pick for the Charles Schwab Invitational is going to be none other than the world number one. Give me Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's just he's the best in the world. It's your guy. He's playing incredible golf. The one weekend I decided not to pick him, he ties for second at a major event. Lance takes him. He gets a point. I got to go with him this week. He Can't go against him. I think he had a chance to win, but he choked on Saturday. He shot a one over, two over. No, I think he shot a he either shot a seventy two or seventy three. It was two or three over, and he was like. Took him from like five or six over to like five or six under, five or six under to like two under, three under. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I gotta rock with my guy. Who are we thinking, Joe? Man, you wanted to give me a goddamn minute. I don't know. The Phenom Phenom's in the tournament this weekend. I know, and I'm not taking that bitch again. <laughs> I'm gonna rock with somebody. <sighs> Lance, what are your what are your thoughts right now? I know who I'm going with. You do know who you're going with. Mm-hmm. Well, Start with a J. No. While we give while we give Joe a second, just go ahead and hop in with your pick. Wait, I think I might know who I'm going to take. So give me give me one more millisecond. You guys can chat amongst yourselves. I don't want. I almost took the injured guy. I'm not taking that motherfucker. The injured guy. Yeah, Spieth. A oh, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I'm not taking him. Probably not a great pick for the weekend. No. He played real bad golf last weekend. Yeah, he did. Really bad golf. Victor Hovland played really good golf this past weekend. And that is my pick. Give me Victor Hovland. He's the fourth favorite. He's tied with Tony Finau for the odds right now, and I'm not taking that bitch. So you give actually, me. You actually taking Victor? Yeah, I'm taking You're such Victor. a hoe. You're such a hoe. <laughs> I, I told to you to first. go ahead and take your pick. <laughs> I told you to go ahead and put in your pick. If you didn't say anything, you wasn't going to take it. No, I was, literally, I was literally looking him up as you were talking about it. All right. See, well, I was looking at his placings. It doesn't matter. That's the that's the perk of being number two in the standings. You get a little well, bit of extra help. Well, now you're looking somebody up. Well, yeah, because I good lord. Well, I saw Victor in the tournament, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take Victor. Take Morikawa. Holy shit! Charles Schwab. Invitation. Let's just talk about how big of a dick Charles Schwab is. The investment banker. Yeah. <laughs> is Charles Schwab Charles Schwab an actual dude, or is that just the name of the company? He was a dude. He's a dead dude now. That's real nice. Yeah, well, probably for the better. Damn. <laughs> Come on, bro. How many investment bankers you know that aren't complete dickholes? Come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't name any. Find it. Probably, uh, probably Warren Buffett, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know what Richard <clears throat> Branson does, but. I'll take somebody that I saw earlier and is decent. Hopefully he has a good weekend. I'm going to take Colin Morikawa. Told you. Just a solid pick. I mean, this is a solid pick. He just he hasn't been playing well as of late. But we'll see if he can get back in the driver's seat this weekend. Well, my pick was taken. And that sucks so phone. hard. <laughs> that sucks so hard. That's and so funny, though. My phone was being too slow. That's so. so funny. All right. Game three, and I know me and Lance are going to have the same picks on this one. We got Sunday Night Baseball, 
the Phillies and our hometown Atlanta Braves. So this is a little bit of, of a bias pick. Taiwan Walker is pitching for the Phillies. We've got Spencer Strider on the mound for the Braves. Him and Elder really are only two good pitchers right now with Freed and Rideout. So give me the home team. I'm taking the Atlanta Braves. Interesting pick there. I think I could play devil's advocate here and go with the Phillies, but last time I picked the Phillies, they lost to the fucking Astros, right? Yeah. So fuck the Phillies. Give me the home team. Yeah, but they you picked them last time and they lost, so you picked them this time and they could win. No. He's not hopping on that island. You're just not going to get them there. Well, I'm not going to play devil's advocate this time, so just give me the home team. Got the Braves, all right. First sweep of the week there. Second baseball game on the slate. We've got a Sunday morning baseball game. We got the Dodgers at the Rays. Um, A pitching matchup in which I don't know really much about either dude, Gavin Stone and Taj Bradley. It's been a they they have a combined a combined I think four major league starts between the two guys. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Gavin Stone. Actually, it might be three. I think Stone's made two career starts, and I think Bradley's made one. The Rays are the best team in baseball. They're the best team at home. They're the best team on the road. They're the best team overall. The most home runs in the MLB. The Dodgers are shorthanded on their pitching. Got a few bats that have not shown up for the season yet. Give me the home team. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I mean, that Bradley guy has three wins. Oh, he's got three wins. I the Stone know. guy has zero. So, give me the guy with the three wins. I'm taking the the um, the Rays. The, yeah, the Rays. I almost said the Braves. The Rays. The Rays got beat 20-1 to one today. That's not going to happen again, man. And the Dodgers, are, the Dodgers are actually starting to heat up right now. So, I'm going to take the Dodgers on the road on Sunday morning. You know cool. they're called the Dodgers? Do they dodge bullets? No. Back in Brooklyn, they have, used to have to dodge, like, the uh, electrical things going up from, like, the uh, electric wires. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's an interesting stat I didn't want to know. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, game four. Or game five. Game five. Um, we got the Rangers at the Orioles. That is another Sunday baseball game. Uh, I I still can't get over that, Joe. That was good. Um, We've got Dane Dunning pitching against Kyle Bradish. I know a little bit more about Kyle Bradish than I do the Rangers, the Rangers starter. Uh, The higher the ERA, the worse the pitcher is. Okay. Um, It is at home for the Orioles, but as Lance just mentioned, the Rangers are – Beating the shit out of the Dodgers or out of the Rays tonight. No, the Blue Jays beat the Rays. Blue Jays. Okay, never mind. I wasn't, I guess I wasn't paying as much attention as I thought I was. I am going to take the Rangers on the road on Sunday. I was really hoping you were going to pick the O'Reilly's right there, man. Because Ray Dunning or Duke Dunning, whatever his name is, is 4 0 as opposed to Kevin Bradish, who's 2 1. Ray do Duke Dunning has a one point six seven ERA, and Kevin Bradish has a three point nine ERA. So the clear pick here is the Texas Rangers, and that's who I'm riding with. Okay. Give me the home team. Oh, Two islands for Lance this week. I'm trying to make something happen. I'm tired of being in last. <laughs> you're gonna really need. You'll need to throw up a prayer and cross your fingers all weekend, dog. I'm you're going to need to tape your fingers like this right here. I'm not praying. I feel good about my picks. Okay. I hope you do. You don't need all the help you can get. All right, let's hop over to the NBA because there was some interesting stuff that went down. One, um, the conference finals sucked. Eastern and Western sucked. Other than, other than hitting a couple bets, I didn't really care for them. No, it shows that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the league right now. He is. He definitely is. Um, it also shows that I don't really think there was any team in the West that was going to compete with the Nuggets this year. Even though we all thought that the Nuggets were going to be frauds, they were not. They came out showed they were obviously the best team, without a doubt. Um, the Heat, so I'm, I'm not mad at the Lakers' performance in this one. 
They were just outmanned. Um, I feel like they gave it pretty much their best effort. Game No, they didn't. Game four, I felt like they kind of – game four, LeBron got no help. That was the first game I had finally LeBron seen LeBron take over and go out. And he got to the go finish out line and he couldn't and get, get the, the job bucket, done. But he was not – he didn't show up in the clutch. He got stuffed by Jamal Murray, which is kind of disappointing, honestly. And Aaron Gordon. I, I was hoping for an iconic LeBron playoff moment. To be honest, to send it to OT. Well, he had two chances. If you remember the drive down there to begin with, the first drive down there, he threw a fucking one of his signature turn and fades, and he threw it straight into the fucking backboard. Yep. Not even close. And yep. That was that was his one chance, and he drove down, and they got the ball back, and he went down there again, and he got packed like a bitch by Jamal Murray, Aaron I, Gordon. I really no. Jamal was the guy who got the hand on the ball. No, it Jamal. Wasn't. No, Jamal got it. Jamal as he was had going the, up. Had the hand on the ball Aaron all Gordon the way up. Was in front of him. And then as soon as the ball got up, and he was already kind of fumbling with it a little bit, Aaron Gordon said, "No, no, no, not today." And what was LeBron's instinct? It wasn't to his first instinct wasn't to be like, "Okay, we lost." It was to turn to the ref and bitch. And there was no foul. There was no foul. That was probably the cleanest block I've ever seen in a game. That's the thing I hate about the NBA today is because if you you ever listen to Skip and Shannon, not really because I can't stand Skip. Whenever they see phantom calls, they call they say that the phantom calls on like LeBron is the ref paying their respect to the greatest of all time. That's bullshit. <laughs> there yeah. shouldn't be any paying their respect. No, nah, it should be called the game the way the game should be called. Do your job, and that's why the players. Like LeBron, turn to the ref and expect a call every fucking time they drive into the paint. But I would say that series to me, even though the Lakers did get swept, was a lot more competitive than this Heat-Celtic series. Heat are currently up six at half, by the way. It was pretty decent for a Denver sweep. Like, there were, like, if a couple moments go the Lakers' way, it could could very well have been 2-2. Yeah. Yeah. Like if LeBron clutched up in two out of the four games where he had the opportunity at the end of the game every time, but he he shit the bed on all four of them. It would have been 2-2. You can't say the same thing about the Celtics. Mm-mm. The Celtics haven't been in a position to win the entire series. And game three was the most pitiful – game three was the most pitiful performance by two all-NBA guys I have ever seen in my entire life. Was it worse than the Sixers in game seven? Yes. Yes, that was pathetic. That was the worst showing of effort that I have ever seen displayed on a basketball court. They didn't look like they wanted to play ball. They didn't want – at the start of the fourth quarter in an Eastern Conference Finals game, your starters were on the bench. All your starters. You emptied the bench at the start of the fourth quarter in an Eastern Conference Finals game. I don't care if you're getting beat 60. Your starters better be on the floor giving it everything they got Load for at least the first six minutes. You got to make sure they're ready for game four. They obviously aren't because they're getting beat <laughs> six by six and a half. It's pathetic. Jason Tatum is pathetic. Jason Tatum is the worst superstar in the league right now. That's not true. That is true. It's not true. Who's the worst superstar in the league ja right Morant. now? Ja mm. Morant. Yeah, he's better than Ja. He's better at not flashing a gun on a screen. Dude, Ja Morant, all he can do is. He's try better, to, he's better run to the run to the board and he's try better, to get a poster dunk. He's better than Trey. Trey Trey clutched up and yeah, the Trey clutch. Trey is clutch though. I'm just saying as an overall player. I'm not saying in one specific part of his game. Maybe a little bit. He's no, better. because Jason Tatum, when you need him most, disappears for the most part. He had that one game seven where the Sixers just gave up. Yeah, the Sixers rolled over and played dead like the Celtics have this entire series. The last two games, he didn't have a single shot in the fourth quarter of the game. I'm taking Trey 10 out of 10 times in a playoff series. 10 out of 10 times. At least even if dude comes out and is like, I don't have no help from my teammates, at least dude went out and put up 35 and hit a shot to win the game. Like Jason Tatum is not clutch, and he can't lead a team. Jalen Brown is also pitiful. I thought Jalen Brown was like the more Mamba of the two, but I don't think so anymore. I don't think either one of them have that killer instinct. I think the only player left really is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy and Jokic. You think Jokic? Yeah, maybe. Jokic has that killer instinct. Definitely not Embiid. Not Embiid. 
No. There's no way there's no way Jokic could put up triple double night in, night out without that instinct. I don't think. Russ did it. But Russ had that killer instinct. To do what? Get he, a triple double? He did in his prime, yeah. Russ was clutch as hell. Russ in his was prime. clutch as hell in his prime. How many rings he got? That doesn't all fall on him though. I mean, he had him, Katie, Harden, Paul George. They had a Katie, Katie, Russ, and Harden had all been in the league for like not even four or five years. They went to the one chip and they got beat by a super team. They were a super team. Yeah, but they were playing against LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh. Russ, Russ wasn't in his prime Dirk yet. Katie him. wasn't in his prime yet, and Harden wasn't in his prime yet. Yeah, this but Dirk, Dirk's better than Russ. Dirk's better than KD. Okay. That's why Russ doesn't have that killer instinct. Well, he does have that. He killer. does have that killer instinct. He doesn't. He does. Have you seen the videos of him back in the locker room? He literally tells his teammates, "Win or lose, guys, let's just go out there and have a good time." That's what he fucking said in the Lakers locker room. Okay, I'd rather him have a good mentality about just going out and. It's not a good mentality, dude. If you also, win. he's at the end of his career. So's LeBron, and LeBron wants it more than Russ does. Mm. LeBron's also top two all time. Russ isn't. Okay, well, you, I said Jimmy Butler's the only one that had a killer instinct in the NBA, and you didn't say LeBron. You said Russ. I don't – I honestly don't – I'm going to be honest. I don't remember how I got to Russ. No, you Wait, said we, Russ. I said Jokic, and I was talking about triple-doubles. And then if he – and then I said, well, Russ put up all those triple-doubles, and he don't have that killer instinct. You said Russ was clutch as hell. I did say Russ was clutch, but I didn't bring up Russ to begin with. He did. <laughs> I brought up, I brought up Jokic, and I was like, Yo- "There's no way Jokic can put up this these kind of numbers without a killer instinct. You just can't do it, especially in the playoffs." And then he said, "Well, Russ did that, and he doesn't have a killer instinct." Okay, well, Russ in his prime had the killer instinct. Doesn't matter. It's not what we're talking about. No, he didn't. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have just honestly, as a duo, as an All NBA duo, it might be the most disappointing. Playoff performance I have ever witnessed. In three games, through the first three games of the series, they were a combined seven of 40 from three point. Seven of 40 from three. It's almost as bad as LeBron was from three. Jalen Brown's averaging like 17 points a game. Mm -hmm. Tatum is nowhere to be found when you need him. And then tonight, they're just going to – by the fourth quarter, they'll be getting beat by 20, and they're just going to roll over and play dead. Currently at the half, Jalen Brown has seven points. Jason Tatum has eight points. So in an elimination game, your two All-NBA guard and small forward have a combined 15 points at the half. That's pathetic. It's pathetic. It comes to this series has came down to effort. The Heat want it more. The Heat want it way more. And you can tell, you can tell they want it more by the numbers some of these guys are putting up. Bro, at the half, Caleb Martin is six of six from fourteen off the bench, or for fourteen off the bench. Yeah, you can tell they just want it more. Gabe Vincent against the Celtics, who were supposed to be, by the way, every ESPN, MGM, all these sports books were giving the the Heat a less than ten percent chance to win. I know. A lot of them were giving them a less than 5% chance to win. Even after the Celt- or the Heat went up 2-0, the odds were 65% in the Celtics. And now, and they're still, they're still going to find some way to, to give the Celtics a break. But you can just tell they want it more. You've got Gabe Vincent averaging almost 18 points per game. Caleb Martin is averaging 19 points a game on 63% shooting. That's ridiculous. Shout out to J. Cole. Struess and Duncan Robinson, 12 points per game apiece. And then, obviously, Jimmy's out here doing his thing. I thought Jimmy would average 30-plus in this series. But the Celtics have been so bad he hasn't even had to. But his slash line's still 26-7-6. and six. He's out here playing. Bam's 18-9-5. He's out here playing. They look like they want to be there. They look like they want to win. They're out here. Jimmy's talking all the shit that he possibly can, and I, I'm here for it. I love it. Do you like his timeout thing? Yes, Warford. dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was awesome. I, I, I hadn't enjoyed anything more than that so far in either conference finals. I like the head-to-head between him and the uh, – is it Grant Williams? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was uh, funny. Okay, so 
after the Lakers got swept, which was disappointing, but I feel like we all kind of knew there was that possibility just because the Nuggets were the better team. What do we make of LeBron's comments to Dave McMiniman, McMiniman, or the hell you say his name, um, about contemplating retirement? He's not retiring. That's garbage. He also had a quote that said, I'm still better than 95 percent of the NBA today. So I don't think he's retiring. I mean, based on what he said in the past about his dream being to suit up in an NBA uniform on the same team as his son, who is now about to play at USC, yeah. who after one year you know somebody's going to draft just because it automatically means you win the LeBron sweepstakes. I don't think he's going anywhere. But with that being said, he wouldn't have said it, I don't believe, if he wasn't at least thinking about it. We've heard... We've heard from another all-time great in the past. Dirk said it when he was playing in his age 38 season. The amount of prep and the amount of mental fortitude and the amount of work that it takes just to lace up your shoes and get out on the court at 38 years old takes a toll on you. Yeah, but out of all people, that's not the, that's not the way LeBron's going to retire. He's not going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about it. And then in two months, we get like a Tom Brady-esque post. Peace out, guys. This is That was my last run. Nah. He would announce it like preseason. Like yeah, he's going to be a diva and make the entire season about him. We all know that. We all know he's... I wouldn't call him a diva, but I would just... It's gonna be, he's going to have he, another edition of The Decision. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to be just like that. He's going to make the entire season that year about him. Which is a little ridiculous in my See, opinion. If, he, uh, if you're going to retire, just retire. If he leaves the Lakers, the odds on favorite to obtain LeBron James are the New York Knicks. Really? Yeah. I saw that. He morning. had the best odds. He ain't ever playing in New York. Not unless Bronny goes and plays in New York. Well, he's going to have to play somewhere else because I doubt the Lakers are going to get him. Yeah, but he, they still have him under control through next year, I believe. You're talking about Bronny, right? No, Bron. No, I think he was talking about Bronny. Like the there's no way the there's no way the Lakers get Bronny, so he's gonna have to go play somewhere else. Probably not. Imagine Bronny gets drafted by the fucking Hornets, and LeBron <laughs> has to go play for the Hornets. That'd be he's funny. not going to play for the Hornets. Or Bronny gets drafted by the Spurs and plays with plays with Wimby. Then you get Wimby, Bronny, Bronny, Bronny and Bron on the same team. And Wimbyana might be actually a little bit of a dog squad. I think that team would probably win a chip if they got a decent point guard. I just I see like we finally this year. Saw age catching up to Braun. We did. He still averaged 29 points a game. He did, but in years past, LeBron would have at least been able to, like, take over a game and at least win one game to avoid the sweep. And I think we're. He did get swept twice in the finals. Only players in the 2000s to do it. Yeah, but, I mean, for the most part, we've never really seen him get his ass whooped that bad. Especially no, I think the Warriors' ass whooping was worse, bro. The Warriors' sweep in the finals, that was worse. I will give him that. That was that was a pretty bad team, though. Oh, yeah. I'm just I saying. mean, in the East, the East was very easy that year, but that team was not good. I'm just saying, you got that. That was, that was worse ass-kicking than the Nuggets. I'm just saying, like, it, it, like, you could, there was, at least when I was watching the games, there was finally a point where I was like, oh, man, like, this, this dude is getting older. He is... Human, he's not gonna like he can't. There's just no way to keep up this production. Well, they did play him for what was it, 42 minutes last night? Yeah, I mean, he had to though. It's an yeah, elimination game. In, but if you have a 38 year old, I mean, was and when Dirk was 38, was he playing that many minutes? I don't believe so, but I don't that his last season, I don't believe the Mavericks were any good. So him playing or not playing wasn't like. He wasn't going to be able to play many meaningful minutes that last season anyways. That team was garbage. I think that that was I like two years before they got Luka. What was crazy is I think in game three, LeBron played every second except for like the last four seconds before halftime. He played like 47 minutes and 56 seconds. And he had, what, like 24? I don't know if it was game three or game four, but it was one of those. It's too much time for a 38-year-old man. I'm just saying, like, you could see he's getting old is all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but, I mean, like, Jokic, Jokic's legs and body starts giving out after three quarters. 
And Giannis is not Giannis. Braun is like how many years older than Jokic? Fifteen. A decade. Yeah. Jokic is not twenty three. He's like twenty seven, twenty eight. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying it was it was it was kind of like I think we finally started to see he's older than that. The end of the LeBron era. Like it's com- it's coming to a close. Jokic was drafted in like twenty eleven. I don't I don't especially next year with the Lakers. I don't see LeBron winning a chip with the Lakers next year. Twenty eight. Really? Yeah. So a decade. That's crazy. But I don't. I think that was at least in L.A. That was LeBron's last chance to win a chip was this year. Yeah, I mean they need another like. They need another shooter. What if they get Dame? They need a true point guard. If they get Dame, they they have a chance. They get Dame, they're a contender again, but I still think there's better teams in the West. All you got to do is get hot at the right time. Yeah, but they got hot at the right time this year. They still got beat. Yeah, but all I'm saying is the same squad this time next year isn't even making the conference finals. Yeah, they had a pretty easy uh, path. The conference finals. The Grizzlies sucked. And the Warriors were and, the smallest team. And the Warriors the were the smallest team in the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, when AD gets to go out and play Kavon Looney or, what, Draymond, yeah. night in and night out, it's not really – I mean, it's not going to be hard to win games. So, I don't know. We'll see. Might be the end of the LeBron championship era. I think it'll get one more and go out on top. It's not going to happen in L.A. You don't think? No. They get Dame, bro. They'll throw everything out for LeBron for one more year, man. They'll throw the yeah, whole future away. He'll do whatever it takes. I just – I but if all the stuff they're going to have to give up to get a guy like Dame, it's it's going to be the Dame, A.D., LeBron show. What about if they – well, right now – And there's better big threes in the league. Who? If everybody's healthy, the Suns' big three is – Better than a Dame, Braun, and What's their AD big three? three. You count Aiton as part of the big three? No. CP3, D-Book, and you KD. You think CP3's going to keep playing? He's definitely playing one more year. Dame's twice as good as CP3. Yeah, but KD is, KD is better than AD. Yeah. D-Book is a lot better at this stage in his career than Braun. I wouldn't say a lot better. D-Book got hot in the playoffs, but in the regular season, he was okay. He was pretty good, but... I'm not... We're talking about the playoffs, though. Yeah, he got hot in the playoffs and had a good playoffs. And he did it the year before. D-Book is going to be hot in the playoffs. I mean, you can't guarantee that, but yeah, he's a good playoff player, yeah. In the in the playoffs, especially in age 39 season for LeBron, D-Book is a better player. Okay. There's no arguing that. Okay. D-Book's more athletic. He can play more minutes. He's a better shooter. Well, I mean, yeah, LeBron plays about the same amount of minutes. If you're going to tell me LeBron at age 39 is going to be better than D-Book in I'm the not playoffs, saying that. I'm saying he plays the same. Writer. I'm playing. I'm saying he plays the same amount of minutes. Okay, That's all I'm minutes. I'm sorry. I'll take the minutes out of it. He's more athletic. He's younger. He's got. He's more healthy. Not as injury prone. He can shoot better. He can drive better. He's got the a better mid range. The Lakers I don't know about drive better. LeBron can still drive that thing. And I'd say D-Book's, well, other than this season, D-Book's been more injury-prone than Braun. Okay. D-Book got injured this season, too, though. Earlier in the season. Yeah, but LeBron had, like, two or three that kept him out for... I thought it was just a foot. Yeah, but... That was the end of the season. Yeah, but then he, I think he had one... He was out for a few stints throughout the year. Yeah. It doesn't matter. A Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and D-Book big three is better than an AD a 36-year-old Dame, and a 39-year-old LeBron. Is Dame going to be 36 next year? Maybe 35. I'd take the Lakers in a series over the over that Suns. Lakers with Dame than the Suns. Smoking crack. The Suns, are, the Suns are not clutch in the playoffs. The Suns can't win four straight. The Suns Dame, can't. Dame's only 32. So he'll be 33. The Suns can't beat a team four times in the playoffs. A solid, a, a good team. That's not true. I mean, they only beat the Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George. They basically beat Russ. Who doesn't have that killer instinct? <laughs> <laughs> and it's anytime they're matched up with a team who's as good or better, they will not win a playoff series. They lost to 
the Nuggets this year? Yeah. yeah. A team who's better than them. Or team who's also better than the Lakers. They're the best team I'm not in talking basketball. about the Lakers. I'm talking about the Suns. Okay, but you're that's a bad comparison. You're talking about the best team in basketball. When 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 have the Suns when's the last time the Suns have made the finals? Last year? 2 years ago. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> like come on, bro. KD's younger than Braun. I think KD and AD will be the same age. Other than last year, the Suns are not clutching the playoffs. The year before, it was just Chris Paul and D-Book. It was two years ago in the finals. Last year was the one they got. It was Aiden's like second year in the league. He was the number one overall pick. It's his second year in the league. So? What is? You're not going to say that about anybody else. You wouldn't say that about anybody else. I would. No, you're just meat riding. Okay. You're just meat riding. All right, bro. If you're going to tell me that 39-year-old LeBron and Anthony Davis, who chokes, chokes, does not show up in big games, and 33-year-old Dame, who has never made it past the first round. Because he plays with Portland. (laughs) So? Dame can't win a series by himself. You say LeBron can. When did I say that? Every time we ever talk about the Cavs, those early Cavs teams, LeBron took them all the way to the finals. Why can't Dame do the same? Because Dame's not the greatest player of all time. Neither is LeBron. <laughs> if it helps, I'd take the Lakers too. <laughs> Appreciate you, Joe. The, Suns, the Suns don't have any depth. Neither do the Lakers if they trade for Dame. Think about that. I thought Think Dame about was that. a free agent. Is no, Dame, Dame is not a free agent. You've got to trade for Dame. Who the hell are the Lakers going to have left once they trade for Dame? Well, right now, right now they'd have more than you think because Dame has the leverage. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He's been in Portland his entire career. Yes. He's still signed. He has no leverage. And he's like, I don't want to play for y'all, and the fans don't want to see me play here, so y'all either trade me or I'm going to sit out. He has that. And if they can't get a good package, they're not trading him. Because you know what he's going to come out and do? He's going to play. If they don't trade him, he's going to play. He's not just – at 33 – He's not just going to sit out. I'm just saying he has more leverage right now than he doesn't. Okay, he what doesn't. They get, he, uh, do, he doesn't make the decisions. What about Kyrie? And no, nobody in their right mind is going to go. The Lakers want to give us Jared Vanderbilt and Austin Reeves for Dame. Yeah, we'll take it. I wasn't saying that. That's exactly my point. They're going to have to. By the time they give up what they got to give up, who do they have it depth wise? Dennis Roder. Well, I don't know because they haven't made a trade, so I don't know who they're giving up. They'll give away the all Suns, their draft the, picks. The, like Suns they have, do. the Suns have 30, 30 bajillion-year-old CP3, D-Book, KD. Aging KD, who gets hurt and Aiden. a lot. Their other starters, Tory Craig. And then Landry Shamit coming off the bench. You're going to have Dennis Schroeder and... I'll take Schroeder over Shamit any day. I'll take Reeves over Shamit any day. I'll take Vanderbilt over Shamit. I'll take Vanderbilt starting over Tory Craig. They're not, but I'm, you're you're not gonna have all those guys if you trade for Dame. It's not happening. You're gonna have to give up guys to get Dame. Yeah, I'm just talking about the Suns' depth. But the if you trade for Dame, you're not understanding yes. me. If you trade for Dame, you're I'm, not gonna have depth. The Dame the Dame thing is set aside right now, and I'm just talking about the Suns. Okay, so if we're talking about straight up Suns right now coming into next season, and the Lakers don't make any moves. The Suns are the better team. Um, their starting five's better. Yeah. yeah. The Suns don't have the greatest player of all time. Neither do the Lakers. <laughs> they're much – the Lakers with Dame, there are still much better teams in the league. I'm not, ar- I'm not arguing against that. I, you think I don't think they make a run with them? Dame is all I'm saying. Okay. They're still going to make it through the West. Okay. There's still better teams. I never said there weren't. It's basically what you were just arguing. That's why LeBron's going to go back to the East where there's not as much competition. So he can all he has to do is beat Giannis. <laughs> uh, the East is getting better, though. He'll team up with the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. Julius Josh Randle's Hart. a bum. Julius Randle's a bum. <laughs> or he'll go to Boston, play with – they can't afford to pay him and the other two, but he'll play with Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown will probably be gone. Al Horford at 37 years old. <laughs> He doesn't win another chip. I think you're underestimating his power. Unless he goes and plays with, like, Giannis. What if he goes to the Warriors? Of course they're going to win a chip. 
Steph at point, Clay at shooting guard, Braun at small forward, Draymond at power forward, and they just find a random big like they had when they won with Andrew Bogut. Yeah, you've got, you've got the second greatest point guard of all time. Top three center in the league. Exactly. You've got the second greatest point guard of all time. You've got the best small forward of all time. You've got a Hall of Famer in Draymond Green. And you've got, if Clay can come back and be healthy in next season and even play half as good as the Clay prior, you've got a one of the better defensive shooting guards in the league that can still shoot with the best of them. Yes, that team wins the chip. LeBron's said that he's the one player he's always wanted to play with was Steph. I don't think they, they can't pay him, though. He don't need the money. That doesn't mean he's going to take less money. He didn't to go to the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers were a property franchise though when he went there. But he didn't need the money then. He wanted it. But if he got the chance to play with Steph, he might take a lot less money. He might, but that's a big if. They'll get rid of Jordan Poole. And then that, that chip, in my opinion, doesn't mean anything because that's probably the best super team LeBron's ever played with. Playing with the second greatest player ever at his position. And Steph's pretty good, too. What are we talking about? Draymond. The second greatest <laughs> power board ever is crazy for Draymond, dude. That's absolutely nuts. Do you think Draymond gets in the Hall of Fame if he doesn't win rings yeah. with the Warriors? Oh, if he doesn't? Yeah. No. Draymond, I, th- I was going to say, I think Draymond's just going to, like, if he does make the Hall, he's only in the Hall because he played for the Warriors. Yeah, but you can't take anything away from him. It was for like that. it was a pivotal piece, though. That's like saying, yeah, yeah Scotty like, off of the Bulls wouldn't have been a Hall of Famer because he wouldn't. When Scotty went to the Trailblazers and the Rockets, he wasn't in anything special. He was terrible. Same thing with Rodman when he left the Bulls. No, Rodman. I mean, Rodman. Rodman was older then, though. Rodman was still good on the Pistons. He was all right. Yeah, Scotty sucked after he left Chicago. Plus, yes, Draymond was a pivotal piece in those first two championships. They don't win those first two without Draymond. So I think his impact, like he had a great impact there. And it's not like he was bad somewhere else and then came to the Warriors to play and then all of a sudden started balling out and they won chips because the team was already really good. Like he was there from the get-go. But no, I mean, obviously he doesn't have enough career accolades outside of chips to be a Hall of Famer. But he's got, what, four rings? I don't think you can deny him. He's the only player to have two triple-doubles in March Madness. I didn't know that. Yeah, the more you know. The more you know. What is, does Steph have four rings? Yeah. You know Clay does. Oh, I know Clay does. <laughs> Everybody in the league found out this year that Clay has four rings. I'd love to see Steph win five. If he wins five with LeBron, I'm okay with that because him and Braun will finish their career with the same amount of rings. Yeah. Steph will just have a lot less losses. And it would it would be like a Mickey Mouse ring to me. If Steph, Clay, Like the bubble ring? LeBron, Draymond, and a center won the NBA Finals. I'm not going to be like, damn. LeBron's crazy. He's got five rings now. I'm going to be like, damn, that was arguably the best super team he's ever played with. I'd like to see it. You would? Yeah, I think it'd be cool. It'd be One interesting. It'd be interesting to say the least, watching Steph throw lobs to LeBron. Exactly. Then you get to Dr- Draymond can give him the glazing in the locker room every day. He doesn't have to do it on his podcast. <laughs> Dude, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, does does Draymond is like Draymond might be LeBron's biggest fanboy. He is. And he plays against him. I'm convinced when Draymond goes out to play LeBron, he's like, all right. Tonight, I gotta show up unless I'm guarding LeBron. I got LeBron score. He's kind of like, all right, here you go, LeBron. After you play LeBron, you can't just wash that greatness off. That's the stupidest thing. That was <laughs> that, that was, was wor- that was worse than don't poke the bear. No, no, that wasn't that wasn't real. That was funny though. It was, oh, it wasn't real. No, it was AI, but oh. it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I didn't know you didn't tell me. You just I just heard you play the clip, and I was like, <laughs> dude, come on, that's nasty. That's gross, dude. Take a shower. <laughs> Um, finals predictions real quick. Who you got? It's going to be the Heat versus Nuggets, I think. 
Well, yeah, but who's your winner? <laughs> I'd like to see the Heat win. I want to see Jimmy get a ring, but I mean. That's going to be a tough task. Yeah. It's like. But if their role players play like they have against the Celtics, they've got a really good shot. Yeah, you just need to have someone be able to lock up Jamal Murray. Because you can let Jokic go off and you can still win as long as Murray and MPJ are held in check. You saw that against the Suns because Jokic dropped a 53-point triple-double on the Suns and they still lost. I'm not so much worried about MPJ because MPJ is not so much who's defending him. It's is MPJ going to play good tonight or is MPJ going to play bad tonight? There's not really any any in-between. I think Jimmy can lock up Jamal, though. Yeah, uh, that would that's a matchup I'm I'm ready to see. Jimmy on Jamal. That's two dogs. Mm-hmm. Jamal got that dog in him. So does Jimmy, though. I he, would take Jimmy in that matchup, but then you got to worry, can he subdue him enough to get the W? Because Jokic is probably going to still run wild, even with Bam on him. I think Bam will be his – although he's – a little bit shorter than a few of these guys that Jokic has played so far in the playoffs. I think it's his toughest matchup so far because Bam is playing with that Jimmy mentality of, like, grit, physicality. We want to win. I'm going to get down low. I'm going to fight you for every board. So I think it'll be a better matchup than, like, Jokic AD. Yeah, well, AD's a bomb, so. Jokic gave AD that work. He'll probably end up giving Bam that work, but I think it – I could see this being Jokic's best series of the playoffs. I mean, it'll have to be if he wants to win. Yeah, if he's going to win, it'll have to be. Because I don't, I, I don't see Jamal coming in night in and night out and scoring 26, 27 plus. No. No, but I could see him averaging like 22. Yeah, but I don't know. Did you see Aaron Gordon drop 20, like 21 or something yeah, like, like 21, that? 22 last yeah. night. Yeah. That's surprising, but he couldn't make a fucking – a free throw to save his life. Was that f- was terrible. <laughs> that was the first time I did not bet on the under on Aaron Gordon points because it was so low. It was at 11. <laughs> it was The line was 11 and a half. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I think Jamal, I think Jamal's series will go like 38, 18, 24, 21. Like he'll have a couple really good games. He'll have a couple okay games. Was that were you just throwing like random numbers out there, or, or was that like your prediction, kind of like game by game? I mean, it wasn't my prediction per se. That's just how I feel like his series will go. But do you think like he'll have a big game one? No, no, not, no, not okay, necessarily. Okay, like, okay. I didn't know if he would like. He'll have some. He'll have one or two big games where he drops like forty, and then he'll have a couple games where we're like, damn, Jamal didn't really shoot that well tonight. He only scored like eighteen, nineteen. But he'll, he'll, I think he'll hover around like that twenty-three to twenty. The night he scores forty will be when Denver wins. I think the series is going to go. Yeah, but I think he can still score 22 and they still win. Maybe. It's all dependent on the Heat role players, to be honest. Jimmy's going to go out and get his buckets in the finals. I'm taking, I think Nuggets in six. I'm going to take Heat in seven. I'm taking it's a little Heat bit of seven, a, too. It's a little bit of a bias pick. I can see your Nuggets in six happening. Nuggets in six, a crazy guess with the way they've been playing would be Nugs in five. But I think the Heat are just a little – I think the Heat are a little too gritty. I just, I th- yeah, they're not going to roll over like some of these teams have. No, but I don't think the Lakers ever rolled over and Nuggets just swept them. So I think if they carry any of that momentum into the finals, then they could – I could see them winning in five, but I think they'll win in six. I just think the way the Heat role players are playing right now, they're playing a lot better than any of the role players that the Lakers had. Yeah. Like, but I don't think Caleb Martin will average 19 points a game in the finals, and I don't think Gabe Vincent will average 17 and a half. Yeah, but they really haven't needed to in this series. Granted, the Celtics haven't played well. Yeah, but I think the only way the Heat win the series is if Vincent averages like 19 and Martin averages like 20 and Struess averages like 16. No, I don't think they need – because now you're kind of overestimating the Nuggets role players. I'm not a, I'm not I think over I think on most nights Jimmy and Jokic's points are going to cancel out. I don't think that's true. You don't think that's true? No. You you think Jokic pretty much every game is going to score more than Jimmy? Not necessarily every game, but the majority of the games, yeah, Jokic will outscore. No, nah, I don't think so. Jokic Jokic can give you 50 at will. Jimmy can't. Yes, he can. He did. He ha- he already has. He's done it like two or three times. Jokic has done it like four or five. This playoffs? They've both done it one time this playoffs. Have they? Jimmy's got – they both scored 53, I think. 
Jimmy scored 53. I'm pretty sure that's what Jokic scored, too. Yeah, Jokic has not done that four or five times in the playoffs. Right. He's got one game. These are my time Jimmy, traveler predictions. Jokic, Jimmy can come out and score a will the same way Jokic can. I think Jokic will do it more than Jimmy. The series, I, think, I think points, Jimmy averages more in the play, in the series. The series will go Heat, Nuggets, Nuggets, Heat, Nuggets, Heat, Heat. So you get the Heat being down 3-2 and winning two straight? Yep. Interesting take. Now I think Jimmy, I'm going to, for me, Jimmy and Jokic's points will cancel out. Because as soon as, Yo, as soon as Jimmy sees Jokic catching fire in the first quarter, Jimmy's going to give me the ball. Give me ISO, clear everybody out. I'm going to go get my bucket. It's going to come. I think the two most important guys in the series are Jamal and Bam. Kyle Lowry. No. He's coming off the bench. Caleb Martin and Gabe Benson are more important in the series than Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's got that X factor. I think the the two the two most important players in the series for me for both teams is Jamal and Bam. Yeah, because if Bam can have a twenty five twenty six point night, I don't believe they're they're going to lose a game in which Bam drops twenty five or twenty six. But they're not winning a game that Jamal comes out and drops thirty. So it's what the hell are you doing? Nothing. Inspecting the mic. Just looking at it. Odd. It's a little weird. I got heat in seven, though. I'm hoping Jimmy gets his ring. I think Jokic has a lot more opportunities in front of him. I don't think this is the last time we'll see him in the finals. Jimmy's going to have a lot tougher time, especially if he stays in Miami. Like, this team just got hot. The role players are playing well, and Jimmy's got all these guys playing well at the right time. And – He's just got the he he has given all of it. He has passed down that like killer mentality. You got to go out here. You got to fight for every rebound. You got to dive on the floor to get the loose ball. You got to play tough defense. You got to take good shots. So for me, I would say it might be might be Jimmy's last shot at a ring. I don't think it's Jokic's last shot at the ring. What you pondering over there, Joe? Nothing. He's over there just like. Staring at the ceiling. I'm looking at the audience. At the audience, okay. All right, guys, I think that about wraps it up for us on episode 19. As always, we appreciate you guys for watching. We're out every Thursday morning. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere that you get your podcast. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Shorts, now on Facebook. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.